Hi, and a warm welcome to the Homepreneur Show. My name's Amanda Brown, business consultant and founder of the Homepreneur community. I'm here to help you overcome the challenges of running a home-based business. Whether you're just thinking of leaving the nine to five or you're a seasoned homepreneur, my aim is to provide you with guidance on productivity, focus, and motivation so you can maintain the perfect work-life balance. This year, I celebrate 20 years of working from my home office through both the ups and downs. You can discover the show notes, free courses and downloads at www.homepreneur.co. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Homepreneur Show. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing the wonderful Debbie Gilbert, who runs a networking organization called Mums Unlimited, which she's going to tell us about. She's a successful author and speaker, and she does quite a lot of training. So welcome, Debbie. Hello, Amanda. Pleased to join you today. Fantastic. Well, this year has been great for you because you have um, published your first book, I believe, called The Successful Mumpreneur. Can you tell us all about how it was pulling this together? Well, it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be, Amanda. The book came about because, um, like you mentioned, I own a company called Mums Unlimited, which I set up nearly eight years ago to initially support mums who were starting a business around their family. However, we do have non-mums and we do have dads and men that come to our events. We don't stop anyone coming along, but the focus was on mums starting a business. And we built that up to around about 11 groups and lots and lots of traffic to our website and lots of people emailing me saying, oh, I desperately need support, but there is no group in my area. So that was where I started to think, right, maybe I should put everything I know into a book. So (laughs) two years ago, decided to write this book. And it's one of those things, what I realized is that you have to almost block out time in your diary to write your book. You have to prioritize it. And the first year I started writing it, I didn't prioritize it. And therefore, by the end of last year, I had around about 30,000 words. And I'd also interviewed lots of mumpreneurs for their stories. Um, But I still wasn't anywhere near finishing it. So this time last year, I blocked out the time in my diary and all over Christmas, I worked on it. And I worked with a sense of determination that by March, it was going to be finished and sent to the publisher. So there you go. So that was it, really. It was it was all about having something that I could share with lots and lots and lots of people that I couldn't reach through the groups that I run. So that was it. Well, it was quite stressful. <laughs> it's been very successful, hasn't it? I mean, you know, you've you've done very well with it. Well, I mean, I, talk, I spoke to you, Amanda, before we started the podcast, and it's been successful without a book launch, which I think in itself is a bit of a feat because uh, the book was published at the end of June. It slipped down a bit in the last couple of days, but it's remained in the top 30 pretty much the whole time. It went in at number five on Amazon. And I had a book launch planned, which was very exciting. And then I broke my leg 
and so therefore <laughs> had to cancel my book launch and I had to cancel some book signings that I had arranged at various bookstores so that will be next year so the bookstore book tour will be next year and there will still be a book launch but the book has sold consistently and yeah very exciting to see the difference it's making to lots of people so it's a essentially it's a guide to starting and running a business around your family however it's not really exclusive to mumpreneurs because I've had lots of people who aren't mumpreneurs who bought the book and have said oh my god this is a great book for starting a business so you know, it is aimed at mumpreneurs, but there's lots of information in there for any entrepreneurs who are starting a business. That's fantastic. And you've been growing your groups consistently. Can you tell us now what the geographic reach of those groups are? I could be a lot bigger. The reason I'm not is because Mums Unlimited is my sort of philanthropic project. I don't make any money out of it. I got my own marketing and events agency, which I do make money from. And lots of mums were coming to me saying, can you help me? Can you help me? And in the end, it became too much to help so many people. So eight years ago, we set up one group in Hemel Hempstead and we had 45 people came along, which was incredible. And we realised that actually that number wasn't particularly manageable for a short meeting of two hours. So we opened quite quickly a group in St Albans and a group in Chesham and a group in uh, Harpenden. And we now go from, we have a group in Northampton, we have groups in this area, sort of Hemel, St Albans, Harpenden, Amersham, and then we go to the seaside. We're down in Whitstable, and we've been in Whitstable now for probably about two years. And the success of it really hangs on the group leaders that I have. I don't sell it as a franchise. People who want a group in their area come to me and we have a discussion and we decide whether it's right for them and that they're right for me because actually that's fundamental here because they're representing my brand and obviously I have to have the right people running the groups, people who understand about supporting others and people who have run a business for a couple of years who've actually got an idea of the challenges that you face running a business from home, running a business around your family. So yeah, it, it, it's grown, it's, I, I love it and it's been amazing to see so many people benefit from it. There isn't a membership, people just pay for the meetings they come to. And I set it up that way because as a mum, you know, you can get that challenge at five to nine in the morning when your child throws up in your hallway on the way to school and you think you've got your day planned and frankly, then it all goes topsy-turvy. So what I didn't want was people tied into a membership and what we do, which has been commented on so many times, people do have to book their meeting in advance and pay in advance. But if they don't make it on the day, we transfer it free of charge onto another meeting for them. So they never lose out. That's fantastic. Yeah. And they love that. And, and it, you know, because you can get people, you know, literally you think your day is in the diary. This is planned. That's planned. And, you know, that phone call from the school or your child is ill, or, you know, actually sometimes it can just be that a client is being particularly demanding or needy on the day and needs something turning around. And what's more important, networking or your client? Well, frankly, your client is more important. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, definitely. You also run awards, don't you? (laughs) Yeah. Back in 2014, we, Mums Unlimited, won the East of England Business Champions Award for networking. We'd also won an award in 2012 and 2015. 
So we decided, or I decided, that there were lots of awards out there, but there was very few awards at the time aimed at women. And again, what I'd seen was that the award programmes that were running didn't really have a kind of legacy after the awards. And I felt it was a really missed opportunity that, you know, I'd won these business awards, yet I'd never really met the sponsors. I'd never met the other winners. You know, it was just the ceremony. There wasn't anything else. So what I wanted to create was something where we had the final and we had the celebration, but then there were other events that the winners could connect up and meet with sponsors and meet with each other because I knew that that is a magical combination. You have very successful entrepreneurs mixing together. That's a mixing pot of business, as I put it. So I set about setting up awards that were industry-specific. So we have categories such as business services, marketing, recruitment, legal services, So people have something to hang their hat on. They go, right, I'm not just a medium business or a small business or a large business. That is my industry. And then you become known as an expert in your industry if you're a finalist or you win an award for that category. We do have general categories like most inspiring and best business and customer service. But what I wanted to create was something that at the time wasn't out there, which was something where... People could hold an award in their hand and go, do you know what? I've been chosen this year as the best in my field. And that's so valuable when it comes to marketing your business because I'd obviously won awards for best networking and literally had phone calls the day after from people who'd seen it on social media or who were there on the night. But what I wanted to do from that, as I said, is create. So we, the legacy. So we do a winner's lunch in the summer. And we do a winner's drinks in London um, about six weeks after the awards. And those events, once you're a winner, you are part of those events forever. So this year, obviously we're four years in now, you know, we had 75 people at the event in London. So it's grown every year. So obviously the first year I only had 14 winners. We now have 60 winners in our winners club and all our sponsors and you know they get invited back to the launch events and they speak at my launch events about how awards have made such a difference to their life and the great thing is exactly what I thought would happen is businesses come out of it. I think that's a really really clever idea Debbie because my women's volunteering group won an award we won the you did you were there the same night as we were it was so exciting. The Business Award back in the summer um, as the not-for-profit. And I mean, I was so shocked that we won (laughs) it. It was judged by uh, June Corey of of My Mustard. And she didn't know, actually, that I am a member of that group, which was good because it meant that there was no bias in in any of the judging. And she said that we were the best-kept secret in Hertfordshire. And so, you know, as a result, it's been really good to be able to shout about the fact that our little group that meets every other week in near St Albans is actually recognised for the charity work that that we do. Um, so it's actually really important. Yeah, it is. And Sorupterists do a hell of a lot of good work in the area. Roma's told me all about it, actually. Roma Bromick told me all about your group. So, you know, I know you do a lot of great charity work, which is amazing. 
Yeah, thank you. Because actually, I don't talk about it on the on the podcast, and maybe I sh- I should. You do. should. We did a lot of singing. We did a lot of singing before Christmas <laughs> at St Albans Station and raised nearly wow. four hundred pounds for That's the uh, women's refuges, the women's refuges of um, St Albans and Hartsmere, and also well in Hatfield. So actually, we are a group of older mainly it's older than me women who do a lot of very very good work you know across all sorts of uh, we support charities across all sorts of sectors you should definitely do a podcast on some of these groups such as ladies circle seroptimists um rotary lions club because you could get some people on to talk about that because actually as a networking if you've got if you're a homepreneur it's also an additional networking opportunity to mix with people talk to them about your business but also to get out from behind your laptop and go and talk to people <laughs> dead right <laughs> yeah I mean you know the survey that I did actually Debbie earlier in the year isolation was the biggest challenge that people who work from home face I was quite shocked at some of the comments that people made because it was a qualitative survey uh, survey that um, I carried out and we'll repeat this in 2019 so um, it would be great to get some of your members input on on this well I mean that's a lot of the reason why you know I, I love it when people come to my group we had a lady there last week actually who said I had no idea this this world existed and I've had such a great time here for two hours and you're all incredibly supportive of each other. And I can see that. And she said, uh, you know, literally, I've run, been running my own business for two years and had no idea, absolutely no idea that these sort of groups existed. It was just that somebody happened to tell her about it. And we do our best to shout from the rooftops, but obviously we don't necessarily reach everybody. It's interesting. I would say that when I started my consultancy, I'd run another business, uh, which I developed through leafleting. Very old school, but that was in the days before Google was, you know, widely used. And when I discovered networking, it was a revelation because in those days, even in corporate, in the corporate world, networking wasn't really a thing. Now it's very widespread. Even if you are in the traditional nine to five, networking is extremely important. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'd had my business for five years when I went along to a chamber meeting. I then got a business link advisor and she'd said to me, oh, have you ever been to the chamber events? And I said, no. And she said, oh, perhaps you ought to think about joining. So this was about 15 years ago and there were no other real networking events then. There was BNI, uh, which was the morning group, which I did go on to join. And there was the chamber. So I went along to the chamber and nobody spoke to me. Not one person spoke to me. And it was really difficult. And the whole event, I just wanted it to be over as quickly as possible. I have to say now the chamber events are much better. I will add that. But at the time, the people that were running it just sort of gave me a badge when I walked in. And there's the tea and coffee over there. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? And I actually went to the toilet at one point and thought, I'm just going to go. And then I thought, no, you don't quit stick with it well they sat me I'll tell with this story they sat me on a table with so the tables of 10 and I sat with a company that had nine seats on this table so one company with nine people and me 
they had no intention of even really talking to me. They were there because their company had paid for it and they were having a bit of a nice jolly lunch. It was a firm of accountants. I won't mention their name. They did speak to me. But what I'm saying is they were not there to, to engage. They were just there because company had paid for them to have a nice jolly lunch. So that was my first experience. But as I was leaving, this lady started chatting to me and she was part of this BNI group, which met in Watford at the time. It doesn't exist anymore, but at the time. And she invited me along to that and she explained to me it was a much smaller group. You know, it was 25 people, blah, blah, blah. So I went along. And I joined that and I, I was part of that for nearly a year, uh, left because of situations with my childcare. And then sort of fast forward to 2004, 2005, when uh, Women in Business Networking started, WIBN, and I joined their group in Tring. And that was the first time that women were be, being catered for with lunchtime events. There was a membership and I'm still, I'm still part of Women now, I'm part of the Luton group been there for about five six years now but the reason I started Mums Unlimited really was because at the time I mean that now there's a lot more networking but at the time there was nothing from half past nine to half past eleven in the morning without a membership but with a structure because there's lots that were springing up doing actually no Business Buzz started after I did Business Buzz started in 2012 and love Business Buzz but there isn't a structure. You just sort of turn up, pay your five pounds at the door. And again, there are people that love that and there are people that don't like that. So it was trying to find something that gave people the structure, but without the memberships. The structure's important, isn't it? People need to know that they're going to have the opportunity to talk about their business. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... I really, really am not dissing any network networking that's out there. What I would say to anyone listening to this who's thinking, I've never been to a networking event before. I really don't know where to start. Happy for you to call me and have a chat over the phone because I, I'm doing networking skills coaching for years and I'm happy to give anyone free advice. So I sat talking to a lady the other day and did exactly that. What I would say is start with sampling different groups that are out there. Don't join anything straight away. And you, you know, if you're going to go network and you've got to love it, you've got to absolutely love it. Because if you join something and you hate it, you won't go. And it will become a bit of a bind. So I think sample different things that are out there and decide where you feel you fit in best and where you feel your tribe is. Because ultimately, there isn't one form of networking that suits everybody. So I'm not a 6.30 in the morning person. So people will say to me, can you sub at my BNI group? Occasionally I'll do it. But most of the time I won't because I try, don't talk to me till about eight o'clock. I'm rubbish. <laughs> I'm just not a morning person. And I come alive about nine o'clock and that's my key time. So Mums Unlimited works well for me. I love lunches. I quite like evening stuff. But the thing with evenings, sometimes it's that encroaches onto family life. But a lot of people love evening networking. You know, we launched an evening networking group this year as part of Mums Unlimited. And we've got people who've been coming along who could never come to the morning group because of other commitments. So I do love a bit of evening networking and I don't mind business buzz. I quite like it. I just don't have the time to do everything. So I have to decide where my time is best spent. Yeah, I, I, I agree, actually, because around here you could network three times a day, five days a week. You could. I mean, 
it was Hertfordshire that spawned both Athena and WIBN, you know, a lot of networking and business buzz all grew out of our county. And so Oh, that is absolutely incredible. And I'm very proud of that. Actually. Me too. And I've started a new group uh, that mm-hmm. meets in, is going to meet in January. We're starting a meetup. Oh, good. In the evening, on a Monday evening, because nobody goes out on a Monday evening. So uh, Monday evening, it'll be at Beach House. So I'll put a link in the show notes about that. So Debbie, um, to wrap up, I'd like you to tell us where people can find you. Well, you can connect up with me on LinkedIn, Debbie Gilbert. You can, I've got a number of websites because of the different products or different services that I offer. But the quickest one to give you is probably Debbie at bestbusinesswomenawards.com. So you can email me there or Debbie at Mums Unlimited, which is spelled M-U-M-U-N-L-T-D uk. so any of those or connect up with me as i said on linkedin because it's great to pop people in there because i can keep your details and if anyone asks if i know what you do then i can refer people to you so there you go well i'd like to thank you very much for uh this interview and i'd also like to wish you a very happy christmas and, and best wishes for 2019 thank you amanda and you and thank you for inviting me on the show thank you